To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgiveness, though we have repelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God, to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Today we'll be doing Psalm 119, verses 17 through 32, and that's on page 490 in the um, prayer book. And then we'll, we'll go back to Psalm 117 on page 487. Do well unto thy servant, that I may live and keep thy word. Open thou mine eyes, that I may see the wondrous things of thy law. I am a stranger upon earth. O hide not thy commandments from me. My soul breaketh out for the very fervent desire that it hath alway unto thy judgments. Thou hast rebuked the proud, and cursed are they that do err from thy commandments. O turn from me shame and rebuke, for I have kept thy testimonies. Princes also did sit and speak against me, but thy servant is occupied in thy statutes. For thy testimonies are my delight and my counselors. My soul cleaveth to the dust. O quicken thou me according to thy word. I have acknowledged my ways, and thou heardest me. O teach me thy statutes. Make me to understand the way of thy commandments, and so shall I talk of thy wondrous works. My soul melteth away for very heaviness. Comfort thou me according unto thy word. Take from me the way of lying, and cause thou me to make much of thy law. I have chosen the way of truth, and thy judgments have I laid before me. I have stuck unto thy testimonies, O Lord, confound me not. 
I will run the way of thy commandments when thou hast set my heart at liberty. Psalm 117 on page 487. O praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye peoples. For his merciful kindness is ever more and more toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Here begins the 20th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Now Pashur the son of Emer, the priest who was also chief governor in the house of the Lord, heard that Jeremiah prophesied these things. Then Pashur struck Jeremiah the prophet and put him in the stocks that were in the high gate of Benjamin, which was by the house of the Lord. And it happened on the next day that Pashur brought Jeremiah out of the, st out of the stocks. Then Jeremiah said to him, The Lord has not called your name Pashur, but Magor Misabib. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will make you a terror to yourself and to all your friends, and they shall fall by the sword of their enemies, and your eyes shall see it. I will give all Judah into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall take captive to Babylon and slay them with the sword. Moreover, I will deliver all the wealth of this city, all its produce and all its precious things. All the treasures of the kings of Judah I will give into the hand of their enemies, who will plunder them, seize them, and carry them to Babylon. And you, Pasher, and all who dwell in your house shall go into captivity. You shall go to Babylon, and there you shall die, and be buried there, you and all your friends, to whom you have prophesied lies. O Lord, you induced me, and I was persuaded. You are stronger than that than I, and have prevailed. I am in derision daily. Everyone mocks me. For when I spoke, I cried out. I shouted, violence and plunder, because the word of the Lord was made to me a reproach and a derision daily. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my heart like a burning fire, shut up in my bones. I was weary of holding it back, and I could not. For I heard many mocking, fear on every side. Report, they say, and we will report it. All my acquaintances watched for my stumbling, saying, Perhaps he can be induced. Then we will prevail against him, and we will take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me as a mighty, awesome one. Therefore my persecutors will stumble, and will not prevail. They will be greatly ashamed, for they will not prosper. Their everlasting confusion will never be forgotten. But, O Lord of hosts, you who test the righteous and see the mind and heart, let me see your vengeance on them, for I have pleaded my case before you. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the poor from the hand of the evildoers. Cursed be the day in which I was born. Let the day not be blessed in which my mother bore me. Let the, ma let the man be cursed who brought news to my father, saying, A male child has been born to you, making him very glad. And let that man be like the cities which the Lord overthrew and did not relent. Let him hear the cry in the morning and the shouting at noon, because he did not kill me from the womb, that my mother might have been my grave, and her womb always enlarged with me. Why did I come forth from the womb to see labor and sorrow, that my days should be consumed with shame? Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, 
and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Here begins the twelfth chapter of the Gospel of St. John. Then, six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus, who had been dead, where Lazarus was, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for three hundred denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box, and he used to take what was put in it. But Jesus said, Let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For the poor you have with you always, but me you do not have always. Now a great many of the Jews knew that he was there, and they came not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might also see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests plotted to put Lazarus to death also, because on account of him, many of the Jews went away and believed in Jesus. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, Almighty God, mercifully to look upon thy people, that by thy great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore, both in body and soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, 
create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time and rest in quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. This is a time of Lent uh, when I kind of uh, look in my in my history and my sports history and playing football. And this is what we would call getting into the fourth quarter. We're coming into the last quarter. And uh, our coach used to always encourage us because he said, you've worked so hard to get here. And this is not the time to let up. And this is where the the winners and the losers are separated. Those that, that uh, persevere to the end, those are the ones who will prevail. And so my encouragement to you is to continue in the Lenten fast. If you've found anything where you've slipped, um, shake it off, get back up and uh, start going with it these last couple of weeks. And I believe that um, Lent will be very, very meaningful for you if, if that happens. And if you have been maintaining, uh, my encouragement to you is continue to maintain because we're coming into the end where we'll see the, uh, the victory and uh, nothing feels as good as seeing the victory. So um, the other thing I wanted to mention, we're not doing the Gloria Patris um, right now. And you notice like if you were in mass, you notice that the crosses are veiled. And I think it gives us a, um, a feeling like uh, what it might be like, I'm thinking of the, we'll talk about the disciples in just a minute and what they must have seen when Jesus is talking and kind of a, um, you know, not a, they did, weren't quite sure what was happening, but they knew that something was going on. And so we're, we're kind of in that, we're not uncertain because we know the outcome of the story, but we're kind of living in this, in this place and it probably will help us understand that this is not by anything we do. This is a gift of God that's going to be coming. And we want to really etch on our hearts and in our minds that this is a gift from God. So I want to start talking about our passages tonight. And I'm going to do Psalm 119 at the end. But I just wanted to mention Psalm 117, uh, a two-verse psalm. And um, it's a pivotal psalm. Um, it's got three distinguishing features about it. I don't know if you knew this. It's the shortest psalm two verses that makes sense it's the shortest chapter in the bible and i don't know if you know this or not it is the exact middle chapter of the bible of all the chapters so uh, the more the most important thing about uh, psalm 117 is that god was not looking even in you know this whole idea that god wants to save the world isn't a new testament thing this has always been god's intent he's always been looking at the whole world not just the small world of, of the um, israelis so it's a, it gives us hope and, and a reason to hang on. So as we move into Jeremiah, we see um, two, two, as we see, look at both of our passages, we see two, uh, two people that are, are representing um, the word of God, Jeremiah and Jesus, and they're both being um, persecuted for this and, and attacked. And in this case, um, we've heard, I think, that Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet because of his um, emotional 
that you know he's one of the prophets where you could see his emotion he wore it on his sleeve and in today's chapter i was kind of thinking of him as the bipolar prophet because he starts off with how bad everything is and then he kind of goes to uh you know it's really bad but hey god's god's god and he's going to take care of me and then he goes into a uh slips back into the depression side and starts talking about how bad it was that he was ever born but i think the important thing to see here with jeremiah is that um, when you speak the word of god uh, don't expect everybody to stand up and give you a standing ovation all the time you you will get attacked and some people aren't liking it people don't like the truth so in this case this man pashur who was a governor of the of the uh kind of a chief official in charge of the temple he strikes jeremiah and puts him in stocks and um, his name is pasher which means uh, deliverance is roundabout and that's um, what his name is but when jeremiah was out of the stocks and spoke again he called him megor mishabib i think um, aliyah pronounced it better than i did but that means terror on every side and it's a fitting name because the sin of Israel has gone to the point where there's, even though God's offering repentance, it, they're, they're stuck and they're slaves to their own sin. And the terror that's coming is described there. And it was kind of interesting when we just read a psalm not too long ago about, you know, people will fall on 10,000 on one side, but no arrow shall strike you. And Jeremiah is telling them, terror on every side for all of you. And so what we get is like the difference between somebody who follows God and somebody who doesn't follow God. And as we move into um, John 12, we see this this um, encounter and um, with the uh, expensive perfume and oil that was used to um, anoint Jesus. And uh, of course, um, Judas, who we, we read from this as a thief and would take some of the money for his own use, was you know feigning that he was uh, concerned about the poor, but that's not what he was concerned about. And he said it was 300 denarii, and that's a, denarii is a daily wage. So that's like a year's wages because you don't work on Sabbath days. So uh, that's, a, that's a lot of lot of money that was used. But Jesus was also saying that it was for his burial. And I've read where some people said that, you know, like the critics of, you know, like a critical theory that Jesus wasn't sure about what his mission was, whether he was going to be king or not. And um, I don't think there's any doubt that Jesus knew exactly what his mission was, who he was, and what was what was going to happen and he went anyway and he humbled himself into that so i think um i want to go back to psalm 119 now because i think psalm 119 what we read tonight and the whole psalm 119 is about uh, meditating and, and appreciating the word of god and i think what it tells us is what do we do with all this going on what do we do when people are are attacking us or or um, you know just persecuting us and so um the psalmist writes that he wants to be dealt bountifully so that he can live and keep his word. He wants his eyes open that he can see the wondrous things that God does. And in verse 20, it says, my soul breaks with longing for God. And I think if it's part of what we, um, we strive for is to have our soul break with a longing for God. Um, and then he talks about people who strayed from your commandments and that's what we want to try to avoid. So, um, he realizes that God is the one that removes the reproach and contempt. And he says, for I have kept your testimonies. And so we want to keep God's word. And, and it says, your servant meditates on your statues and your testimonies also are my delight. And so it's our goal to meditate on the word of God and to spend time with it. And uh, revive me according to your word, which means that the word of God revives him. Make me understand all the ways. 
and I shall meditate on your wonderful works. And I think it's really important that, like we've been saying, or I've been saying, is that to meditate on God's works is, is in word is is uh, very important. And then uh, last point I'll make is on verses 29 and 30. It just contrasts uh, the psalmist writes, remove me from the way of lying. So there's a way of lying. And in the next verse, we find out what the way our path is. And I have chosen the way of truth. So our, our call today is to choose the way of truth versus the way of lying and to meditate and, and honor God in, in all circumstances. Uh, let's continue with the uh, intercession on page 590. And we'll start by making our private intercessions. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. Um, God bless you this evening, and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Deacon Bob.